Hi, this is the Inspired Mind, and I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. So grateful to be here with you in spirit, dearest listener. If this is your first podcast of listening to the Inspired Mind, thank you for tuning in. This is my third year in podcasting, and it's been a fun journey. I share a lot of inspirational stories of just how I get through different things in life as far as like struggles or difficulties and also share breathing exercises and also different books that I love to read or quotes. So stay with me right here on this journey. I'm sure you're going to find some good laughs on me because I share some funny stories sometimes too and you'll have a good laugh on me at least. But this podcast today is about dreaming dreaming with their eyes wide open, okay? And I want to open the podcast with one of my all-time favorite quotes ever by a philosopher, a Victorian philosopher. His name is, was, he's, he's no longer alive, James Allen, okay? He wrote a book that became wildly successful. Basically, I found out later, you know, I researched a lot on him because I I publish books for, um, I like to publish public domain books that are inspiring. So I've published a few of his books because they're in the public domain. And James Allen actually became much more uh, well-known because of Earl Nightingale. He read his book and made a record of it and everything and, and, and publicized James Allen's writing. And I was blown away by that. I never knew that fact until recently. So here's the quote I want to share with you about dreaming, dearest listener. Are you ready? It's, it's, it's going to blow your mind, I promise. Dreamers are the saviors of the world. James Allen. That's it. Dreamers are the saviors of the world. Okay. So, and when he says this quote in his book, he goes on to list all of these individuals that have changed the world and how they manifested different dreams. And without having that seed of that dream in our imagination, these new worlds couldn't have been formed. And he's such an eloquent um, philosopher. You have to find his book, As a Man Thinketh. I know it's kind of an outdated uh, title. And I actually retitled it As a Man and Woman Thinketh <laughs> uh, because I can, you know. But it, it's it's brilliant. Don't let that. That's kind of how people used to speak. So, you know, dreaming with her eyes wide open, I'm going to share a very personal share with you on how I became a yoga teacher later in life. All right. Mid 40s. Okay. Nothing I ever, ever planned on nor if, if, if someone had asked me in my 20s that and, or they said to me you will be a yoga teacher when you are 50 51 years old I would have laughed in their face I would have said are you kidding me there's no way <laughs> I didn't even like yoga in my 20s I was I just couldn't quite grasp all the stretching you know I was really into running and some other fitness things back then and I led Forrest Gump and I was always running and doing all these like you know, long distance, distance runs. And I was so proud of my running, but so, um, I became a yoga teacher kind of by default, actually. I just went to my certification, took the certification when I was 46 and, um, spread it out over a period of two years because I was, I'm actually busy working as a marketing manager, published. I was, um, also an author at the time, a traditional published author before I started publishing books myself. And, um, one of them was a really, uh, you know, kind of hit the trend at the time. Middle Age Beauty was uh, publicized by a lot of high uh, online magazines like, um, I guess, Daily UK Mail, New York Post. Anyway, you get my drift. I had a lot of things going on that 
would signify there would be no need to feel emptiness blues when my son went off to college, right? However, it just sideswiped me, just totally took me down. And I, I really felt a weird feeling I'd never felt before. It wasn't like depression. It wasn't grief. It was a different heavy feeling that was extremely hard for me to remove. And I just had to sit with it. And it was, um, it was kind of like just this nostalgic feeling for motherhood that was being yanked away from me. And, you know, when you have a, a young child, you just feel like these years are just going to spread out on and on and on. And um, I was only able to have one child. So I, so maybe it's harder for the one child mother, right? I mean, so when my son went off to college, um, luckily for me, I'm really into self-care, self-love and write wellness books. So I knew I had to come up with a plan, a strategy to help me move ahead. And that was signing up for a certification. I went to a, a community college. So when he went off to college up to Santa Barbara, I checked myself into a little community college right on the street from my house. And uh, at this time, just felt very washed up. I'm going to be honest. You know, I think I was 46 when I started, 47 when I first got my certification. Had no plan whatsoever ever teaching yoga. But I loved the classes so much I stayed with it and took this 300-hour, which was way more challenging. I had to take a whole other year and learn all about um the Yoga Sutras, the Veda philosophy, Ayurvedic um, health, nutrition, and um, bone structure, you name it, learned it all. It was crazy. It was very complex kinesiology courses. And all of these courses actually has college credits, so it's kind of cool. But I just had kind of a low self-esteem at that point. I didn't ever think that would happen to me because I had a lot of success at the time. But... Um, felt that whole middle-aged thing that I, I never thought I would, where I was sitting in these classes, feeling washed up, feeling old. And at the time I was even having knee problems. Okay. So can you imagine having knee problems? <laughs> so I was having knee problems. My son was gone. And, but slowly but surely I worked my way through this hard, difficult time by being present and taking these courses and becoming inspired again to live. And I kind of let my soul heal from uh, letting go of motherhood and, and just letting that breathe and, and thinking of life anew. And I had one teacher in particular, Stacy McCarthy. I referenced her on some of my podcasts because she was just such a rock star. Stacy is, I think, almost 10 years older than me. I think she's nine or 10 years older than me. And I'm telling you, she looks like she is. 40, 45, you know, and uh, when I took her class, I think she was in her mid 50s, I was in my my late 40s. And I was just blown away by her energy, her poise, how she carried herself with such um, confidence, you know, I'm like, wow, who is this woman? And it, she just inspired me and reminded me of who I was before I became a mother, because I was a lot like her in my 20s and 30s when I was a, a model and an actress back in LA. And I just reconnected with my soul and uh, slowly but surely pulled myself up from my bootstraps, you know, as they say in the Midwest, or maybe it's a Southern term, and onward, right? So I remember when I took my final teach, my final teach, uh, I was at the SRF Center, the Self-Realization Center that actually was Yogananda's. And it was right outside by that center 
over the beach and I was walking with Stacy down the um, 101 in Encinitas with this big, like, you know, when you have, you feel like you have something caught in your throat because you have fear. And I, I was afraid to swallow, like, because it hurt so much. And I was so afraid and I just moved through it. And I did my final teach and I, I graduated with honors and 4.0. I was so proud of myself because trust me, it was difficult. And um, lo and behold, got a job uh, from before. I, I think I, I did my first substitute job and then got hired. Um, the, the month I graduated, I got a yoga job. I was just blown away and started teaching yoga at this uh, yoga studio in uh, Carlsbad while I was uh, being a marketing teacher. And then... You know, becoming a teacher, then you have to learn how to become a teacher. And what was crazy was all of my friends and my mother-in-law, all of these people would come to my classes. And it was like being under the microscope. And I had to work through that, okay? And just kept teaching yoga. It was just like a couple times a week. And then I just figured that's all I would teach yoga, right? And here we are now. It's almost four years later. And I'm teaching sometimes 12 classes a week. I am blown away by the energy I have, the way I feel. I feel younger than I did uh, do. Um, you know, I feel younger than I, I, I honestly feel younger than when I was in my 30s. I cannot believe how these little baby steps in my life have brought me to this moment. So the pandemic hits, right? You know, everything shut down for a couple months. But once it reopened, I, because um, a lot of people didn't want to teach, I ended up getting all these yoga jobs. And then luckily got to keep all of them because I was, you know, I'm a decent teacher. So people like my classes and you've got to keep the numbers up to keep your job as a younger a yoga teacher. So, you know, like there's a little bit of pressure involved. You, you just like, I'm just rolling in there and one person just shows up, you're okay. Like, you got to keep that thing going, right? So lo and behold, I worked through all my fears. And here we are. I hear him like three years later. Well, four years ago, I got certified. It's, I can't even remember what it is. But it's, it's going on three years, I think, I've been teaching. Four years since I've been certified. And finished up my class in Oceanside right now. And it was just like one of those classes where I could feel everyone in the room with me just sinking with my instructions and loving the yoga. It was so powerful because that's my intention. I want each person in there to walk out of the class and want to keep doing yoga so they live a healthier, better life because it's radically changed my life. Okay. And it's like, I now feel like the person that I was prior to motherhood and I'm back to being uh, like, kind of like the model actress. I always was at heart before motherhood took me, you know, away and became Jackson's mom. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because not in my wildest dreams, did I ever think that I would have this kind of energy, this kind of persona at this point in my life and, and, and be able to command a room and teach yoga and be on point and have that much focus and attention. And, um, and also just that, that knowledge of, of being able to, to, to be present and teach the yoga with these individuals, like kind of you, you have to kind of gauge everyone. It's not like you, I used to go and plan with what I was going to teach, but now what I do is I wait to see who shows up and I want to give the best class for those individuals based on their, their, their level of skill. So there you have it from my heart to yours. Miracles. So try not to 
think of yourself so small because I did when my son went off to college I felt so small so old so washed up at the age of 47 I kind of just felt like um you know what's what's going to happen with my life you know if I'm not a mom and I had no idea that I had so much of my heart invested in motherhood. I just love being a mom. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, being Jackson's mom. Most important thing I've ever done is raise him, obviously. But now I'm teaching yoga. And what's wonderful about yoga is I have this wonderful community of friends. And it's everywhere. So, like, I just went back to see my parents for a month. And I'm going to be with them again soon. I'm on Countdown. Boji countdown June 1st. I can't wait. <laughs> but until then, I'm here in, in, in um, the Golden State. So I'm just counting down to that. Anyway, never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would be able to do what I'm doing now. So if you have a dream that you're secretly harboring in your heart and you don't think that you're good enough or you think your your level of skill is not proficient yet, that's okay. You will get there. Take baby steps to micromanage those dreams and make it happen. It's definitely possible. If I can become a yoga teacher at the age of 47 and teach yoga and, 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 and teach yoga like 10 or 12 times a week at the age of 51 now, <laughs> I'm telling you, miracles happen. You do not, you know, live your life by a number and you do not listen to small seeds of doubt from other other individuals. You know, when I got into yoga um, certification, I had friends say to me, like, well, who do you think you are? Like, there's like the yoga market saturated. You'll never get a job. Yeah, I had people say that to me. And guess what? I didn't listen to them. And now I'm living beyond a dream okay to to teach yoga every day is like the best thing that's ever happened to me because i'm able to give my heart and soul share what i love and 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 watch other people grow from it and it's such a pure place so regardless of what's going on in my personal life my yoga teacher just keeps me so rooted and and, and grounded to a, a strength within that just keeps me so strong so try not to lose faith, dearest listener, in that dream. If you hang on and you chip away at it, it might take a few years. You know, it took me a few years. Like, I mean, you know, I'm telling you, I was 47 when I got certified. I enrolled when I was 46 years old. And now I've been teaching yoga for three years, going on four years. But it's a slow build. So things do not always happen overnight. We have to give our, our soul room to grow and to become stronger so we can handle each struggle that we're presented with or or you know something that feels uncomfortable trust me I can't count on my fingers I mean so many times where I didn't want to go teach yoga and it was my job because I was still working through that fear of teaching yoga feeling uncomfortable in my skin you know feeling like I was under the microscope with the the yoga students and you know I just had taught enough yoga classes finally I don't even experience that I, I walk in there and I, I have the intention set. I want everyone here to love yoga and to have a better life, to feel healthy and good about themselves. And as long as I, I, I hang on to that intention, it, it's like it's just a miracle. But I had to go through all of those uncomfortable moments to arrive to where I'm now. You know, I couldn't skip those steps. So you have to be willing to do the hard work, have to be willing to be uncomfortable and to uh, let yourself fail, you know, and, and also allow yourself to um, grow slowly. 
it, it, it wasn't an easy process. So, you know, it, when people asked me originally if I liked teaching yoga, I was very honest. I'd tell my sister, you know, I, I, I do like teaching yoga, but I'm not always looking forward to it because I'm in front of, like she knows at heart, I'm a, very, a private individual. <laughs> However, since I've become a yoga teacher, it's like, I'm just, I'm just very public, I guess. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. But I share more than I used to. And it's good. It's like my soul has opened up and it's blossoming because I'm happy because I, I, I did something for myself and that's what we all need to do. So I'm urging you, dearest listener, do not turn away from the fear you know, face it head on, tackle those smaller thoughts of fear. And remember what James Allen said, dreamers are the saviors of the world. They are the ones that mold and make the future. And that is you, you know, we are all going to either wake up, be our best self or just live an ordinary life. It's up to us, you know, nothing wrong with an ordinary life, but you want to live a life where you're present and you're awake and it hurts sometimes being awake I'm telling you it's not always the good thing to feel so awake but it's okay to be in the now with the truth of what's going on in your life experience everything it's such a gift all of those emotions the beauty of life and so dare to dream that dream be the savior of your own world. Help other people achieve that dream. That's it. From my heart to yours, I hope you enjoy this personal share. You know, just keep going and, and just love yourself and, and, and speak beautiful words to your soul. You are wonderful. You are whole. You are such an amazing individual. Never forget that. You know, we are not defined by our past mistakes. We can let those go and become anyone we want to be today. That's it. I'm going to sign out. From my heart to yours, stay kind and have an inspired mind. I'm out. Yay!